everyone. Welcome back to a new season of the Freelance Creative Exchange. I'm your host, Jace. So over the years, we have met many Singaporean creatives who have actually headed overseas to hone their craft and pursue their objects, uh, and pursue their life goal or pursue their interests. In this overseas edition, we wanted to learn more about how they started out and built their career overseas. And today, we're very happy to be on a call with Ray. Ray is a Singaporean actor currently based in LA. Right. So Ray, why don't you introduce yourself um, to our audiences? Okay, uh, my name is Rave. I'm a Singaporean actor who is uh, based in LA right now. I used to be ba uh, be based in Hong Kong and China, and um, I've been living outside of Singapore for about seven years. Seven mm. years! Wow! Wow! Seven years! Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I. But I'm a Singapore born and bred, pure Singapore boy. I just went back to Singapore and. I felt even more Singaporean than ever. I felt I feel that that um, I'm very proud to be a Singapore boy. Great, great! Thank you so much to be on the call. I glad that you have enjoyed your time in Singapore. So, how is it like to be quarantined for fourteen days? It was okay. It was uh, very productive. It was forced productivity. Uh, <laughs> I did a lot of things in a room. I, I, you know, it, it was just a room. I knew it was going to be some sort of a prison, you know, a very comfortable prison. So I, I just made use of all the time to do the things I needed to do. Um, it actually forced me into writing a lot. And also I was in an online Zoom play as well. So um, I got quite a, quite a lot of work done. Wow, that's, that's very productive. <laughs> so what are some of the projects that you're currently working on at the moment? Right now, besides acting, I'm also writing, and I'm mm. I also direct theater. So, I used to be in Hong Kong, and I used to part, be part of a uh, like a youth theater group. As in, mm. I used to teach them, and I'm directing a whole bunch of students to do a musical right now in Hong Kong on Zoom. So that's an interesting challenge. Mm. Uh, the the new the new platform um, kind of forces us to to do things a different way. I'm also writing a, a Singapore American co-production right now. Um, and also, I might be working on a couple of features in, in the second quarter of the year. Um, we'll see about that. I'm not, I'm not, I will know in a few weeks. And um, training and auditioning, that's what you know, all actors do. But how does it feel like directing over Zoom? I think that, that is really a, a new normal, right? Seems like. Um, I, I just, because everything is trapped in this box right so i i i think we have to um treat it like everything is a uh a medium close-up uh or or, or close-up because and we have to you know it, it's just modifying our audience uh instead of performing to to the whole damn theater right we, we the performance is a lot more personal and uh, uh the great thing about zoom is that um uh, uh the audiences can see every single thing that you feel and every single thing that uh, you're thinking about because it's so close yeah mm. Mm. yeah great so how has um how is the filmmaking industry in la like at this moment um you know both pre-COVID and post-COVID, is there any changes in terms of um, creative planning as well as running the productions in this new normal? Well, definitely. I think, you know, LA 
has always been LA and, and, and it's super creative and it's really the Mecca of American film and television and uh, productions are going on all the time. Even during COVID times, productions are still going on because, you know, the creatives got to create. And I'm a strong believer that people with true passion uh, in their craft and also bills to pay, uh, they, 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 you know, feel a profound need to create, you know, and nothing can stop them. I, I did a couple of commercials towards the end of last year and um, yeah, it, everything, you know, they followed the COVID guidelines very strictly and, and everything, you know, can still move on. Hmm. So why do you decided to move to Hong Kong or, you know, just now you mentioned you were first in Hong Kong, uh, in 2014, mm-hmm. right? Um, so why did, what made you decided to actually make the shift from Singapore to Hong Kong? I, I always have, you know, I've always felt a, a very strong need to to leave the nest uh, because I, I, I really, I cannot sit still as a person. Mm-hmm. So I needed to go somewhere else. I needed to, I believe in being comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable. That, that's, that's what all artists go through. All our art is uncomfortable. If it's comfortable, it's probably, you know, crap, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's so, so I think that, um, yeah, I, I really felt there was a need for me to to move. Uh, my partner had a very good opportunity there, and and you know, I, I was very lucky to uh, have been given some very good opportunities there. And um, yeah, I never looked back. Mm-hmm. So when you're in Hong Kong, are you treated like you know someone coming from overseas, or actually you can um, you know merge into their culture very readily? How, how does it feel like, you know, when you first go to a foreign place? Well, uh, before that, I had the common the perception, because I'm Singaporean Chinese, right? Mm. I thought, ah, kakinang, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all the same. But, you know, there, there are differences. And, and I was very much a foreigner there. I mean, mm. it was good that I could speak a bit of Cantonese and definitely Mandarin. But... Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's a different culture. It, it really is a very different culture. And uh, yeah, but I, but I really enjoyed my time in Hong Kong. So culture aside, just now you brought up a very, um, you know, interesting point about, you, you know, you definitely speak Mandarin, right? So do you think that this bilingualism that, you know, we all, all Singaporeans grew up with is actually an advantage, um, you oh, know, yeah. when it comes to... One thousand percent an advantage. I I cannot understand people who who feel that learning a mother tongue is asking them to I don't know go to jail because it is one thousand percent an advantage because going abroad, especially even in LA right now, my ability to speak Mandarin and some Cantonese puts me way ahead of my competitors in so many areas because um, because of so many reasons because you know because China is, 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 is you know because China is uh, becoming a major player in the, uh, the world uh, film industry the film and TV industry and also when they look at a face like this I think you know you expect this face to to speak some kind of a um, you know an Asian language mm. So when you are in Hong Kong, you know, with no background, no connection, how do you actually try to start to actually 
get your first job? How how do you get your first gig in Hong Kong? Honestly, I was pretty hardcore. I really knocked on a lot of doors. Um, I I was already doing a lot of TV, a lot of theater, and some film in Singapore. But I was by no means like a mega superstar. No, uh, I, I I went there and 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 there was no you know no one to refer me or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I had some meetings and stuff like that. So I really had to knock on every damn door, uh, meet me to see if it's a match or not. And thank goodness I, I found uh, Anna, who is who is uh, 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 my manager in Hong Kong. Uh, you know. Who knew exactly uh, after after a few meetings what I was about and how to best uh, 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 put my work on a platform? And I've had some great opportunities through her uh, in China, in Hong Kong, in that Andy Lau movie Shockwave. I had a small scene in that she put me in, and it was it was really a lot of determination and 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 knocking on doors really and having absolutely no shame. Mm. Yeah, I, I think being thick skin probably is one of the requirements, right? Yeah. If you want to start all over again. <laughs> so, yeah. um, in in Hong Kong, right? Um, would you? Okay, that's something. Yes, please. I think I think thick skin is something associated with uh, uh, actors or public people, but I think thick skin is really uh, an attribute uh, uh, that is that is related to a person knowing uh it's prioritizing you know what i mean like uh if you put your attention fully on one thing the rest of the thing you realize doesn't really matter because it's part of the journey towards your goal you know what i mean yeah yeah and and i think the the good thing is you're very clear with your goal right i mean you know nowadays you know if you ask a lot of young people they were like what do you want to do i i don't know right i just whatever well, that comes right <laughs> honestly Still don't know. I know roughly, but I don't. Yeah. Know. I, I still, I'm, I'm still looking. You know. <laughs> Great. So, in terms of comparing, you know, the um scene and you know, uh, production scene in Singapore to Hong Kong, how how would you actually describe, you know, when you move to Hong Kong? Do you have like, um, uh, you know, in terms of the production planning, in terms of the way that they run things, is it very different? And you have to learn all over again. No, not really. Um, okay. They shoot very fast, and 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 you know, people generally, I feel, move at a much faster pace in Hong mm -hmm. Kong. I was very blessed. Uh, I went to college, LaSalle College of the Arts. I had uh, studied under Tony McGill, Bronwyn Gibson, Sean Murphy, Kate Tuckerman. Basically, I I have been given a very very good toolbox that's that's I can use for life to work with. And and then any other skills I get after that, I just add on to the toolbox. But that toolbox uh, uh, was was you know everything I needed to move there, and mm. I can adapt to to whatever however they work. Mm. It's different in every production, actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So in two hundred one nine, you decided to move to LA again. So what made you um, decide to make the move the second time? Well, I I never really thought about moving to the U.S. I that was never in my thoughts actually, until the opportunity presented itself a few years ago, and you know I was asked if I wanted to move, and and I said okay, I'll move. I I took the leap. You know, L.A. is like the mecca, like I said, the mecca of, of American film and television. It's a trendsetter. Whatever L.A. does, the rest of the world does. Like a few weeks or a month later, right? Mm -hmm. So it's I I guess. Um, 
in terms in terms of storytelling as well. It is an, a, a leader in many ways. Um, the opportunities that I have are, I guess, the chance to work with uh, all of these trendsetters and creators, a lot of whom I've, I've, I've spent my growing up days uh, watching the content of. So the chance to get close and work with these people, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like every time you move, it actually brings you to a bigger, um, I would say, a, a, a bigger role, right? And, and um, you know, uh, allow you to actually flex your muscle a little bit more, right? So in terms of um, preparing yourself, right, for taking on a bigger role, you know, or, or more responsibility, how, how are you, um, you know, um, dealing with that? How, how are you preparing yourself, right, uh, from, from the move to another yet bigger industry in that sense? Uh, there are two things I want to point out here because I, I I've been very fortunate enough to have a, have had a very good in LA bad uh, experiences, so I feel I'm very qualified to 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 speak about this. One thing is it's really important to um, upgrade yourself with new skills and 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 so called so-called get to the the, the the level of the industry here um, and also prepare yourself mentally for for the lack of a better word a step up in quality or, or whatever it is because the truth is if you're speaking in front of three people um, you might perform a certain way uh, and but if you're speaking in front of 30 million people or something like that the stakes change um, the mind sometimes fools you into thinking that um, you know it, 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 into into messing yourself up. So mentally, I think it's very important that that uh, a person prepares himself to. However, that being said, I have to say that uh, instead of seeing myself wanting to perform, uh, wanting to perform at a certain level. This trip back to Singapore has really made me realize that what is gold, right? What is really gold is knowing where I came from, my roots, because uh, uh, all those ex- we have all these experiences that we have since we were kids, right? That is our bank of, of, of riches, of, of experiences, and, and, and all those emotions and stuff like that. I cannot just throw them away. If I, I, I need to keep them and bring them along with me wherever I go and add on to them. Uh, uh, so I advocate upgrading oneself, but also not forgetting uh, one's foundation. That is mm-hmm. one thing. That's key to confidence, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So how is it like, um, you know, to start all over again in LA within a very short period of time, right? Um, and how how do you, do you do the same thing as you did in Hong Kong? Or do you do something differently in LA when you start all over again? I had, I had some friends who, who made some introductions and also knocked on a lot of doors. It, it's been, uh, LA is a very, you know, it's a rough town. It's, it's, it, it, it's very challenging town to navigate. Um, I feel it's the same thing that that got me through the first year um, and second. Well, second was COVID. So, first year, um, first year, I it was grit, and also have, uh, a person has to know himself very well because LA is a kind of. I feel for me, LA is a kind of place where 
it is so interesting and so cool that sometimes a person might lose himself in it. Oh, I want to be part of this. But actually, uh, by doing that, you're losing the, the, the goodness you, you, you bring. Um, so I, I guess the same qualities, grit, determination, and pretty much did the same thing. So how do you land your first um, adding gig in LA then? Was it like an opportunity came out among your knocking doors or it was, um, you know, uh, from an introduction of a contact? Like how, how did your first gig comes about? I already had representation when I, well, oh, when I came okay. to LA, I, 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 you know, I had an agent and manager within mm. like a few weeks and, mm. and and uh but but this opportunity came about not not uh from my representation but from uh i was living on santa monica boulevard in genesee then and right like five minutes away from my place was a bar and there was one night uh, uh i i think i just felt like having a beer or something so i walked five minutes to the place and there was this asian uh asian chinese uh it's this asian film networking event i went there i met uh, uh david who's a really cool guy and uh I stayed in touch you know you know we, we we had a good chat and then he told me that one of his his his, his colleagues was looking for a funny asian guy and then, uh, and then, you know, putting me in touch with the person, I sent the stuff to the person, uh, you know, we talked a lot, it was a process. And then before I knew it, I was on set. Um, I, I had the chance to work with Eric Roberts, um, Matthew Willig, who, who, who's currently on a lot of American TV shows. Um, so yeah, so it came about that way through just going out. <laughs> But this is a very good point, right? I mean, you know, for all freelancers as well, you know, networking, you know, is also an important aspect because you never know who you'll meet at networking sessions or, you know, just going out for a drink, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. So, um, you know, we all know, you know, being an actor is not easy, right? In fact, it's probably one of the more difficult, you know, um, so-called occupations, uh, irregardless of where, wherever you are, right? Um you know, whichever country you are in. So what are some of the challenges that you you have faced, right, when you work overseas in, in the last few years? In Hong Kong, I would say, yeah, there are different challenges everywhere, um, uh, in every different project, every different day. Um, but in Hong Kong, I would say it's Cantonese. Uh, mm. But, but mm. you know, when I opened my mouth, people knew, people know that I'm not from there. Uh, and my Mandarin as well, you know, has has a, an overseas sound to it. It's either ABC or Singapore Chinese sound. I cannot seem to. Uh, I, I've been working hard to get the Beijing accent. Oh, okay, okay. Do you bring line. along your? Do you bring along your Singlish? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I call my parents every day, so I get to speak English every day. So <laughs> my Singlish is still very sharp. And when I was back in Singapore, I made sure. That I sound more Singaporean than every and than anyone else. <laughs> I, yeah, um, uh, uh, so it's still very sharp. Um, so in in China, I think it, it was the, the the challenge of being a really complete unknown with a decent resume, uh, 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 and 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 just coming and trying to break into to to the market and and 
you know, people with already established relationships there. It's like a, like a newcomer and, and seeing what value I can add to the creative process. Um, yeah. And in LA, LA is, is, is really a, a personal journey of growth, identity and learning how to fight harder. Really. It's, 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 I, I have had some very, very rough experiences, um, some good experiences too. I, it's a big move. Like it's, it's a move that I really needed. Um, I would say that most folks in LA would say that an actor normally moves here and then moves back to the hometown, probably less than six months. Number one, because it's so expensive. And number two, because the pressures of working here are just so high. Um, and, and the competition is crazy. Um, so, 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 uh, I, I think that I've done pretty well to I've worked on a few projects and still have the energy to, to sustain being here. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you brought up a very important point, right? Like about being expensive, right? So, um, in your years of um acting experience, right? Um, you know, in terms of the fee that you charge, in terms of the price point and all this, right? How do you decide? You know, how much you are going to charge whenever you move to a new place? Excuse me. <laughs> uh, how do I decide how I'm going to charge her? Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, because I I suppose every place is different. Right. Um. So, so, when you are starting over again, right? Do you do you have the mentality to say, oh, you know, I will charge lower first, and then after that, when I make a reputation, then I'll charge more. You know, or actually, you do have like a a, a rate that you will never negotiate, and that is the rate that you charge. Right. I, I guess this is a very important um things that our freelancers always ask us. How do I charge? Right. It, it seems to be something that is always on people's mind. It's a very tricky question because I, I like to view it, you know, project by project because, you know, in Singapore or in Hong Kong or in LA, um, everyone's budget is different. I will, if they cannot meet my monetary requests, I will see how else uh, uh, we can work together because, because I, I feel that it has to be a fair settlement for everyone. So, um, I, with regards to a fixed rate, at the moment, no. I, no, my, my, my representation probably has, but I don't have a fixed rate for myself. Um, uh, but, 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 I do feel it's it's really on by a case by case basis. So that's my answer. Yeah. Mm, great. Okay. So, how do you intend to build your career from from there? Right. So, uh, uh, you know, you move from Singapore to Hong Kong to LA. So, what's next for you? I really don't know, to be honest. COVID. Uh, has has really changed a lot of things. Um, could I stay here? I could stay here, uh, but I had a recent trip back to Singapore, and I realized that I really love being with you know my loved ones a lot. I could move back. Um, I'm not sure about that, but at the moment, I think my passion for uh, the craft is is keeping me here. Yeah. Mm, great. Would you recommend anyone you know who who are thinking about moving abroad? To be an actor, um, would you recommend yeah. them to do so? They have to be psycho. <laughs> they have to be crazy uh, because because the chances of success are close to none. Um, there is, but you know what I mean. It's and 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 also, um, I I feel that there are a lot of opportunities in Singapore being an actor, and and there's a great scene in Singapore, a great theater scene, a great TV scene. Um, but if a person's crazy, 
then I would suggest uh, move abroad, get some new experiences. Uh, I strongly suggest travel, even if you know if you're not crazy. Travel is very important. Living in another another place it gives you uh, whole new perspectives on 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 many different things. And a smart and well lived actor is a good one. Right. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ray, for all the sharing. Before we let you go, I just have one last question, right? Um, so the question is, what advice do you have for Singaporean creatives who want to move abroad to work? Well, shut up and do it. <laughs> now, Sing Singapore is is really a utopia, such a wonderful place. And it's almost painful to leave all the comfort behind uh, to go to somewhere that where you don't even know if you can pay the rent or the bills doing what you're good at doing. You know, it's, it's, it's the fear of losing all that and starting from zero again. That scares a lot of people. That's a fear and, and comfort, right? is the killer. You know, it's a person who's too comfortable for too long. It's going to die very quickly. So don't think if you feel it, it it's really, a, um, from my point of view, right? My move out of Singapore, was not a logical decision. It was an emotional decision. Um, I've not regretted it since. Um, so if you feel like it, I, 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 I think, if you feel a, a deep down yearning that's been there for a long time to go abroad, doesn't have to be LA, Hong Kong, whatever it is. Can be Myanmar, can be uh, Vietnam or wherever it is. If you feel that that is going to enrich your life and you feel like you want that to be part of your life, just go ahead and do it and don't think so much. But would you encourage them to go? I mean, like just now you mentioned, right? Uh, a well-lived actor is someone who experienced life and things like that. So, so do you think that it's necessary for actor to experience a different life somewhere? Absolutely. Move out of the comfort zone Go to a place where you can hardly speak the language and 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 makes you feel uncomfortable as hell and after a year or two you'll be so much richer in terms of what you can offer i think yeah great thank you so much thanks for the sharing thank you ray for taking the time to talk to us and share with us your expertise so to the audiences if you like our show do subscribe and listen to us on spotify and apple Podcasts. check out our website and join our creative Works community on facebook instagram and tiktok right uh in the meantime if y'all would like to reach out to ray we will actually have um you know um, connection to him as well so he's looking to come back to singapore so for all of you out there you know connect out with him and you know let's let's Bring him back to Singapore soon. <laughs> right, great. So be kind, stay safe, and we'll check soon. Yeah, Ray, thank you so much for your time.